Hello there, this is Jasmine Neely and welcome to the Imperfect Cheerleader Podcast. I'm a current NFL cheerleader and entrepreneur who helps women and men show up as their best selves for auditions to make the team of their wildest dreams, all while changing the narrative about professional cheerleading. This podcast is for aspiring, current, and former professional cheerleaders and dancers. We talk all things professional cheerleading and dancing at the highest level, and how you can live the life of your dreams in other areas such as wellness, finances, and more. We give helpful tips, share insightful stories, give actionable steps, and share the true beauty of the sport of pro cheer. Plus, bring you awesome guests and co-hosts. If you want to be on the sidelines of an NFL, NBA, or NHL game cheering on the team, then this is the podcast for you. Whether you're driving, eating, or on your way to rehearsal, you're always going to walk away with some takeaways from the show that you can implement in your life today. This is the Imperfect Cheerleader Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. I am so excited because we have one of my best friends on the show today. Her name is Elise Bailey, and she is just so amazing. We grew up together in Charlotte, went to middle school together, and we've been friends ever since. We've danced on college teams, pro teams together, and have just bonded over dance and, you know, pro cheerleading basically our entire lives. She has an amazing story of how she was able to overcome adversity from not making a team twice and then listening to her gut and to her grandmother and to her mentors telling her to, you know, audition for a team at the last minute and then making it and then having some of the best experiences that you could ask for as a professional cheerleader, including going to the Super Bowl. So I'm going to shut up and I'm going to let the episode speak for itself. I'm going to let her tell her story. It's amazing. And I think a lot of you will get a lot out of it. Without further ado, here we go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Imperfect Cheerleader Podcast. Today, we have Elise Bailey on the on the show, my good friend, and I'm just going to introduce her really fast, and we will get into the episode. Elise was an Atlanta Falcons cheerleader for four seasons. She's currently the program specialist for a scholarship fund and the COO of a business consulting firm. Along with being a businesswoman, Elise also teaches dance at a local private school. Elise, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. This is so exciting. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I'm so excited. You're our first guest, so you should feel very special. (laughs) Oh, yes. So can you just start off by telling everyone what you do and how you got into the pro cheer world? Um, As far as my career right now? 
Yeah. So what you okay. do right now currently and how you got into specifically pro cheer. Okay. So I am the program specialist for a scholarship fund. The scholarship fund is the Mildred Springs and Ella Springs Jones scholarship fund. And it's in memory and honor of my grandmother who recently passed away and my aunt, she's still living. Um, but our family was just really big on education and we make it, make it a, um, a priority to make, you know, individuals um, knowledgeable about education. So we have a scholarship fund and it is for uh, high school seniors and college students who are from Edgefield County, South Carolina. That's where my dad is from. That's where my grandmother raised all of my aunts and uncles. And we recently just got started with it and we're raising a lot of money. And I am actually looking at a stack of checks that I'm going to send to five students. Um, there, Some of them are going to South Carolina State, Georgia Southern, Southern in Louisiana. So I'm like super excited to be able to award the students who are who are so um, uh, uh, qualified, and um, I'm just really excited about that. And I'm also the COO of a consulting firm, um, which me and my father we do together. Um, and I also teach dance at a private school, so I have a lot going on. My schedule is always like super super busy. Um, but as far as cheerleading. Um, I actually tried out for several teams before I made Falcons. Um, I don't know. You knew that, right? Yes, I did. I tried out for several teams, but I knew, um, leaving college. So I was on the dance team at A&T, which is called Golden Delight. And I danced for two years. Um, but prior to that, I knew that I wanted to continue my, um, cheer career, um, am I allowed to say like certain teams and stuff on here? Or is that? Yeah, go for oh, it. Okay. So, um, I grew up from Charlotte and my dad was a season ticket holder for the Panthers. So I always, uh, watched the, the top cats growing up and I did junior top cats for several years and I just kind of knew like, Oh, I want to, you know, I want to be a pro cheerleader when I grow up. And then, um, at the dance studio that we danced at, you know, we had a lot of dance teachers who were honeybees. Um, so we kind of grew up looking up to them. But once I finished college, I tried out for Carolina. And the first time I didn't make it, um, you know, I wasn't upset because it was my first time ever trying out for a professional cheerleading team. And... I knew that the next year, the next year I was going to work even harder and I was going to get a trainer. I was going to take dance classes and I did that. And then I came back and I didn't make it again. And that time I was like really crushed. So I decided that I was going to try out for the Falcons. Like I knew like cheer and dance was my passion. I wanted to be on the field and I just was not going to give up until somebody told me no. So I went Came to Atlanta, um, tried out, made it, and yeah, history. <laughs> wow. I really, like, thank you so much for sharing your story. That's very inspiring to somebody who maybe has tried out for a team and hasn't made it yet, and maybe they 
you know, still trying and maybe they would want to pivot to another team. So, and I also didn't know about the scholarship fund. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's, it's new and I'm like super excited about it. We have so many deserving students and we had a lot of applications um, and it was really hard to narrow down. We, I mean, like we had students with like 4.7 GPAs, like it was. Wow. Yeah. So um, if you know anybody in Edgefield County, South Carolina, a little small town county, mm-hmm. uh, send them my way because um, we have some scholarships available um, um, and I have all the applications, all the information. So, yeah. Yes, definitely. We'll have to talk about that later. I'll definitely want to send some information. Not sure that I know somebody in that city. My mom is from South Carolina. So yeah, great. And her family. <laughs> cool. So like, if people don't know, mm-hmm. me and Elise, we have known each other for a long time. <laughs> I'm just going to tell the <laughs> listeners how we met. So we met in middle school oh and in Charlotte. <laughs> And I will never forget, like, some of the first interactions we had. Like, we, I think we were in, was it dance class? Yeah, it was, it was Miss Fox Simmons. Miss Fox Simmons. Shout out to Miss Fox Simmons for bringing us together. (laughs) Yes, it was a dance class that we were in. And I remember you came up to me. I think you were like, can you do that handspring? (laughs) (laughs) I probably did say that. (laughs) It was something like that. And I just remember all the time we were just like be doing different dance moves and flipping and like you would used to cheer for like charlotte extreme cheer extreme yeah 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 Yeah, we used to talk about like tricks and things all the time so like it was just like divine that we were friends because we were all about dance i feel like that's all we talked about (laughs) (laughs) and here we are still talking about it about dance (laughs) and then you uh you and I started we I mean we danced at BB dance production yes. shout out Ooh. in Charlotte and we just continued dancing there so we've known each other for a long time and really? dance has brought us together so it's just crazy how things like come full circle and like how we we went to college and we yeah. navigated through college teams together so can you talk about a little or can you talk a little bit about how you navigated through um, college and dance teams? Because if I'm not mistaken, you started out at one school and then you transferred to another school, but you were on the dance teams at both. Can you talk about a little bit? That? Yeah. So I started out at North Carolina Central University, which is an HBCU. And um, I, I didn't really enjoy my experience there um at, at school not the dance team um and so I did dance there and I I just really wanted to be closer to home because North Carolina Central was in Durham and uh A&T which was the school I graduated from undergrad was in Greensboro and I wanted to be a little bit closer to home and a lot of my friends went there um I was maybe like one of a few students who went to Central. And so I really didn't know anybody. I was like super shy. Um, And so I figured, I was like, I'm gonna just transfer. And um, I knew a couple of the girls on the dance team at A&T and they helped me, um, you know, with my audition process. And I, I had the time of my life, I really did. I 
I tell her people, I said, I think I really had like the full HBCU experience. Like if you've seen Drumline, like I lived, I lived that life. Like, yes. <laughs> and it was, it was, it was, it was really fun. Um, and as far as like navigating school um, with dance team, I just really had to find that balance. Um, I struggled a couple times, you know, there were times where, you know, we had games during the week and, you know, I had to find that time. Like, when am I going to do my project? When am I going to do that homework? And I was super organized. It was a struggle at first, but once I got into, you know, a consistency of things, I really, you know, I found my place and um, I really enjoyed my college experience and um, I wouldn't take it back for the world. I learned a lot about myself and, you know, I tell girls all the time, like, who want to try out for proteins at, like, 18. I'm like, no, go to school. Go to school first. Live, you know, pro cheer will be there. Like, go to school. Be on a college dance team and then prepare yourself. Um, but, yeah, that, that, was, that was a great time for me. Yes. So how would you say your transition was from college to pro? Like, did you see any similarities? Like... I guess, you know, college really prepared you for the pro cheer world. What, like, what was the transition like from going there? Um, definitely a big transition. <laughs> um, <'cause> definitely different. <laughs> definitely different. <laughs> but we were so versatile on Golden Delight. Like, I mean, I twirled. We did field shows. I did stands. Like, so as far as, like, stamina, adrenaline, power, that really helped me with NFL cheer because um, you need that four hours, dancing four hours a game, at, at a game is no joke. And it, what if your team goes overtime? Like, you need to have the energy and the stamina for that. And so as far as that was concerned, I felt prepared, definitely. But, like, as far as, like, you know, like, tight motions and, you know, um, you know, like, cheer movements, um, I kind of had to rewind back to what I learned at, like, all-star competition cheer and kind of like revert my brain back to that because I wasn't I wasn't doing that um, where I danced. So the transition it wasn't easy, but you know, like I I caught on and my coach was very um, very very nice and she wanted to see me succeed. So you know I was able to get help from a lot of vets on the team my first year, and I would say by my second and third year I was like adapting um, more more easily and. You could tell, you know, I had been on the team for a while. So, yeah, the transition, it wasn't it wasn't easy, but um, I got there. <laughs> yeah, I would say dancing in college and having multiple different experiences like you had with uh, All Star Cheer and with dancing at a studio and dancing at HBCU. And if, if you all don't know about HBCU, like, dance teams, drum lines, it's intense. Like, I, I've never had that experience, but just seeing you, Elise, and <laughs> other friends do it, it's very entertaining. You have to have a lot of stamina, like, just seeing y'all out there. I danced at an H, or not HBCU, at PWI, so <laughs> it's not the same, but I always remember, like, there was one game where y'all came to, I went to UNC Chapel Hill, um, and there's one game where A&T, played UNC at UNC and we were just all mesmerized by the performance quality and everything that went into the performance it was just amazing so um definitely there's different like ways to train to to get to pro cheer so I think that story is pretty interesting 
most definitely. So like you mentioned before, you auditioned for a few teams, well, mm-hmm. Panthers, yeah. or you made Falcons. Mm-hmm. What was your mindset going into each audition? So like when you started with the Panthers, that was your first audition. What was your mindset then? And then when you decided to do Falcons, how would you say your mindset sh- mindset shifted? Oh, my mindset definitely shifted. <laughs> I was so nervous the first time because like I didn't like I walked in there like blindsided. Like I didn't know anybody. And, you know, like the only thing I could think about was like, oh, my God, what if they don't like me? And, you know, I just kind of had to come out of that. And I talked to my mentor, like, after the second day, like, after semifinals, I was just telling her, I was like, I was so nervous. And I was telling her, I think I messed up. And she was like, you know what? She was like, you just have to go in there and have fun because that's honestly, like, you can probably say this. That's honestly what the judges are looking for. Like, they want to see if you can entertain the crowd, entertain, you know, the fans. And so I was just so focused on, like, messing up and stuff, like, um, it just, it, it really messed with my nerves. And so by the second time, the second year I auditioned um, for Panthers, you know, my mindset was a little bit different because I had, you know, trained for that whole year. After I didn't make it, I trained for that whole year and prepared myself for the audition that was coming up. And so, you know, I just went in there like, this is what I have to do. Like, you know, I'm, I'm here to make this team. And, you know, I, I still had fun because, I was able to meet a lot of the girls from the years the year before. So like I had kept in contact with them. So I still had fun, but um I was definitely like I was upset when I didn't make it and disappointed. Um but when I went for Falcons, it was such a late decision for me. I think I decided like because I, I found out I didn't make Panthers like at the end of March. And so I decided I wanted to try out for Falcons like two weeks before. <laughs> and so I I just went went down here. I came down here and I was like, you know, if I make it, cool. If I don't, I'm going to take it and use it as a learning experience and, you know, take it as it is. And so I came down here, um, didn't know anybody but one person. And... You know, I just, I had fun. Like, I literally, like, I had fun. I wasn't stressed. I wasn't worried about messing up or anything. Like, I just really wanted to show the judges, like, I can have, I know how to have a good time and I can entertain and I can perform. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. That's really what it comes down to is just entertaining, honestly. Yeah. I'm telling you, like, being stressed during auditions can really, like, deteriorate your nerves. And Mm -hmm. I tell people, like, just ha- like literally, like you think it sounds silly, like oh, just have fun, but mm-hmm. no, like I'm dead serious. Like yeah. you, you have to look like you're having fun because if it looks like I've seen like, and I'm sure you could say this too, you've seen like some incredible dancers who can like touch their leg with their tongue. Probably they come <laughs> in and all they do is like do the dance, and it doesn't look like they're performing. Like mm-hmm. even even oh like even for example like when we danced at BB and we did acro right and there was those studios that all they did was do tricks and Miss Robin used to tell us all the time like no like you have to y'all are entertaining like y'all are dancing and you know doing tricks and we would be so like stuck on like oh they're doing fools mm-hmm. and you know standing on their head. <laughs> <laughs> that is so 
true. Like we always, I remember Miss Robin always had those dance moves in between the tricks. And I feel like we were the only studio that did that. Like, right. We were like multifaceted. <laughs> yeah, we were versatile. Like we would yeah. perform and we would do our tricks and we got the crowd engaged. And that's what it is with pro cheer. Like you're there to entertain the fans. Like they want to see, you know, can you keep them hype during the game? For sure. Yes, I love that. So I'm sure you've probably gotten this question a lot, but what is your why? Like when you are about to audition for a team, or I guess when you first made a decision to audition for a professional cheerleading organization, what what was your why and did it change? How did you come up with your why? Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so I just, I have a passion for cheer and dance. You know, I grew up doing it my whole life. And my why is because I had mentors. Um, one of my my mentors that I still keep in contact with, Aisha, you know Aisha, she was a top cat. And I've known her since I was nine years old. And when I was a junior top cat, she was a top cat. And so it's just, it's so crazy, like being, saying she's my, she was on, she was my teammate. So we talk about that all the time. And she really pushed me and motivated me to, um, to keep going and to be resilient and not just with cheer, but just in life in general too. We talk like weekly all the time. And, um, you know, she's one of my wives and my parents are one of my wives too, because they motivated me and they encouraged me and they always told me don't ever give up and the sky is the limit. And um, I specifically, uh, I have one memory. Um, I thought about this the other day. So my grandmother passed away a couple weeks ago. Um, and the second time I didn't make the Panthers, I was with her. And I remember I was so upset. And she told me, she was like, she was like, everything happens for a reason. And you know, she said, God gonna work it out. It's gonna work out the way that it should. And that stuck with me. Like, I think about that constantly. And even with stuff going on in my life, you know, that's not cheer related, you know, like things get hard. I think about my grandmother telling me that. And that really like pushed me as well. So um, just my background, you know, having a passion and just having certain, you know, like motivators and people in my life who love me. Um, just like prepare me and, you know, make sure that I, I don't give up is what is my why. That's beautiful. Having a strong family support system is so important. And not everybody can say that. Like some people go through these auditions, they don't have support from their family because of like so many different reasons. Maybe like they don't support what pro cheer is. They think it's, you know, not a real job or they think, you know, it's like objectifying women. I know like I had a teammate that, you know, her, their family didn't support what she was doing. So having that support system is very wow. important. Wow. Yeah. So you uh, you tried out for the Panthers first. Mm -hmm. and was it mainly because of proximity, like where you were in your life at yep. that point, like where you were living? And I just kind of want to know, was there were there any other factors? I, and you also told, told us about junior top cats. You had 
did that um, when you were younger. And I remember going to your house and you give some, show me pictures of junior top cats as well. Um, but do you have a particular process when it, when it comes to going after a team you want? Are there any other factors that play um, a factor? Any other factors that you kind of consider? Yeah, so Carolina was because I lived in Charlotte and I grew up a Panthers fan my whole life, but I will, I am a dirty bird for life now. You cannot take that away from me. <laughs> We're rivals now. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was just because I was from Carolina and I did junior top cats and I wanted to be able to say like, oh, I was a junior top cat and a top cat. But you know what? It's all in God's plan. It didn't work out. It worked the way that it was supposed to be. No hard feelings at all. Um, but as far as uh, proximity, Atlanta is only three and a half to four hours from Charlotte. So I wanted to stay um, on the East Coast because I want to be close to family. Like I didn't want to just get up and move to a different city and not know anybody and not have a job. And I knew that Atlanta, I could still drive to see my family if I ever needed to do that. My parents could come and see me and come to games if they ever wanted to do that. Um, my parents had season tickets for a couple years. So that was that was really exciting because, I, you know, I wanted to have a support system there while I was cheering. And as far as any other teams know, I, you know, Atlanta, the style and, you know, like I did my research before I tried out, um, even though I decided like two weeks before I did my research and I was like, OK, I think this would be a good fit. And my mentor was on the team and I call her my big sister. And she really, you know, like gave me the four on one on everything. She's like, I think it would be. You know, it's a good fit, uh, a good fit for you. And, you know, no matter what happens, I think you should try because um, you never know unless you try. So, yeah, um, those are really my main reasons for picking the team. What was it about Falcons that you were like, OK, yeah, this is a good fit for me? Like in your research, like what did you find out? And was there a particular thing that you found that you were like, OK, I think this is going to be my team? Yeah, so, okay, so as you know, Carolina and Atlanta are in the NFC South, so we play each other twice a year. And so every year, my dad, we would come down to Atlanta for the Falcons and Panthers game because he had friends here that owned a suite. And we always sat in the suite and came to a game. And I remember one year, I think this was like 13 or 14, I was in college, and the Fal AFC, they did a dance to Bugatti. You know that song, right? Yeah. Yeah. So some of uh we have a lot of tumblers and stunters, and they did like this back tuck basket toss. Um, I actually cheered. What? Yes, and they did like full twists and back tucks and layouts, and I was like <gasps> mesmerized. I was like, oh my god! <laughs> I was like, I want to be on that team one day, but like I didn't. I didn't think to myself, like, oh, I'm going to audition because, of course, I was still living in Carolina and going to school in Carolina. But, like, I remember saying to myself, like, one day I want to be on that team. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cool. I feel like that's right in your element. <laughs> I, I, you know, I love tumbling. You know, I love stunting. Like, mm -hmm. I was just, like, it's the best of both worlds. I can dance. I can cheer. Like, yeah. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> do, you can do it all. That's I so cool. do it all. <laughs> I never knew that. That's that. Um, that makes me want to see that video now. Like, yeah, I'll send. I'll send it to you. Oh yay! Yes, I want to see it. Yeah. Um. So going back to when you talked about you made it, you made it to finals for Panthers twice, right? Yes. Okay. How 
did you not or how did you handle like getting that far and not making the team and what advice would you give to others who may have been in that situation because I can I can think about a few people who have auditioned and they've made it all the way to the end to finals several times and then you know they end up not making it and I feel like it's hard to you know keep hope alive when that happens constantly so uh, what advice would you have for that? Yeah, it's definitely, it stings um, for a little bit. But, you know, it's not the end of the world. And life goes on. There's life after cheer. And mm-hmm. you, have to, you have to remember that. Um, but for as for me, um, I think, like I said, um, I was resi- I'm was i a very resilient person, not just with cheerleading, but with anything in life. I don't give up until you tell me to stop. Um so for me, it was just, I had that passion, you know, and I knew, like, I wanted to be on the team. I wanted to cheer professionally. So I did whatever it took for me to get better and get stronger and to be better than I was the year before. So I trained. Um, I got a trainer. I worked out consistently. I ate better. I took more dance classes and I, I really, I kept my eyes on the prize. I was like, I'm going to do it. Like if I'm going to go all in, I'm going to go all in. Mm-hmm. And as for other people, I just say, you can't compare yourself to anybody else. Like you can't, you can't go into an audition and be like, well, if she made it, then why didn't I make it? And like that will literally rob you. Like you can't do that. Like you have to stay focused on you. Like you don't know why the judges picked the other girl and didn't pick you. It could be an, it could be numerous things. Like you just you never know. And like I said, it sometimes it's just not your year. And I've had captains who tried out like three and four times before they even made the team. And you know, like your journey is gonna be different than somebody else's journey. So focus on you. Be confident in who you are. And, you know, like, write out your goals. Like, what do you want to do? Like, you know, just just stay consistent. And, you know, like I said, don't give up because if you really want, if you really want it, you'll work hard for it. So that's my advice. I love that. And sometimes you'll never know why you weren't chosen over somebody. And it might not even be because it was over somebody. And you might, I mean, you can get so much feedback and still like they might not even be telling you the whole picture. So yeah, you um, never know. You never never know. Oh, you never know. You just have to keep going, stay true to yourself, know that you can, you know, be the best version of yourself and just keep on moving forward. Exactly. Exactly. So, okay. I want you to tell us about your Super Bowl experience with the Falcons. I can't remember what year was it that you were on the team that you went to the Super Bowl? 2017. 2017. And that was your rookie year, right? It was my rookie year. Oh my gosh. Please. Okay. We want all the details about Super Bowl. Um, I'm gonna just say this too, like, like I, when I was telling you about the story about my grandmother, like she was telling me, um, God's got something better for you. That was really like, that was my God got something better for you, the Super Bowl, because I had no idea the Falcons were even gonna be that good that year. 
Um, but you know, we kept winning and that whole year we kept winning, we kept winning, and then we made it a playoffs. And I was like, Oh my god, like I was just excited to get a playoff game because you know, I know girls who have cheered 10 years and have never been to a playoff or Super Bowl game. And so <clears throat> once we got to the NFC championship, I remember we all were just like, oh, we we're just like freaking out, like because that was like the game before the Super Bowl. So we won that game, blew out the Packers. I mean, and it didn't hit me that I was going to the Super Bowl until we got on a plane to go to Houston. And I was like, oh, my God, like, I'm really going to the Super Bowl. Like, this is crazy. Like, that whole trip, like, it was incredible. Like, I I, I say all the time, I want to relive that week. Like, that, because social media wasn't as popping as it was now. And so, like, I took a lot of pictures, but I didn't take as many pictures as I could. Mm-hmm. So, I just wish I would have took more pictures and more videos. But... As far as my experience, yes, everybody knows we lost 28-3 jokes. Okay, so don't start. But that was the craziest game. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like I was I think everybody has a story. They were about to go to bed because they thought that the Falcons were gonna win. And then like that was me. I was like, okay, I think they're gonna win. I'm just gonna go to bed because it was getting late. Uh-huh. And I stayed up and it was just crazy. Oh it, my god. It was crazy. It was crazy, but my my experience, like I I wouldn't take my trade my experience for the world. Like just to say that I got oh, to yeah. go to the Super Bowl, like that's crazy. Like that's like a once in a lifetime opportunity. I mean, mm-hmm. he, um, uh, before the game, our owner we had a a party at the stadium. It was like they had like a tent and they had outcasts. Like I mean, like. It was crazy. T.I., like every major Atlanta performer was, artist was performing. And then we got to the Super Bowl and we saw Lady Gaga at halftime. I think Luke Bryan sang the national anthem. Um, it was it was just crazy. Like I, I get so excited when I talk about it all the time. And then like every February, like I go back and I look at my pictures and it was just incredible. It was it was fun. Like I I always I want every NFL cheerleader to be able to experience what I got to experience. Girl, but, but I want their team to win though. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. I wish I had a Super Bowl experience. That's so fun. Maybe this year. Maybe maybe. <laughs> yeah, but I also got to do. Um, we hosted a Super Bowl too. So. Oh, that's true. I, yeah, we hosted a Super Bowl, so we also got to do those festivities, which was really, really fun. So it was all—it was kind of like being at another Super Bowl, honestly. Mm-hmm. But that was really fun too. And that was like what two years ago? That was, yeah, twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's awesome. So okay, if you could do anything differently on your journey to pro cheer. What would it be? I wouldn't do anything different. Do anything differently. I love that. My journey define my 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 journey made, you know, it made me who I am. Without those losses, I wouldn't be where I am. Because if you think about it, if I would have made Panthers, um, I wouldn't have went to the Super Bowl the second year I tried out. The first year I tried out, yeah, I would have went. Because the Panthers went to the Super Bowl, um, you remember that, right? Mm-hmm. I would, I would have went, but 
my journey, like, I appreciate my journey because it made me stronger and it helped mold me into who I am today because I didn't let it define me and I didn't let it deteriorate me. Um, and it made me stronger. And I'm not ashamed of not making it. I'm not ashamed at all because I took it and I took it like a big girl and I moved on and it, I, I'm, you know, I'm happy with my, my journey. I wouldn't, I wouldn't change anything. I love that. Cause I feel like a lot of things you could, a lot of people can look back on things and say, I wish it would have happened this way. I wish it would have happened that way. And just no nope. the faith. You never know what the future is going to hold unless you go to a psychic, which, you know, that's another story, but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. just, you got to stay patient and keep your foot on the gas. Nope. I wouldn't trade it for the world. I wouldn't be where I am today. Um, it wasn't meant for me to live in Charlotte and now I'm okay with that. So it's all good. <laughs> yes. Okay. So last, last question before we get into a, a, a fun game, what advice do you have people who are trying to find the right team for them? Like if yeah. they're, they don't know what team to try out for. They're kind of just open to traveling and figuring out which team. How would you um, tell them to kind of narrow it down or, you know, find the right team for them? One, do your research. Um, that's important um, because, you know, you want to know what you're getting yourself into. Some teams are more strict than other teams or, you know, some teams might be in the cold. You don't want to be in the cold. I know I don't want to be in the cold. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. Some teams cheer outside. Some teams cheer inside. You know, that that plays a major part in your decisions. Some teams, you know, have two-piece uniforms. Some teams have uh, all-girls. Some teams have co-ed. Like, you got to do your research. You got to know what you're getting yourself into before, um, you know, you try out. Um, two, you know, it's okay to go to clinics and go to prep classes. Like, go go to that because they're, they're helpful. I went to, um, now that I think about it, when I turned eight, so when I was in high school, I think Top Cat still had that rule. You had to be 21 to try out. But I went to clinics when I was 18. A lot of people don't know that. Like, I was so invested in being a pro cheerleader. I was like, I'm going to make a team. So I was going to clinics when I was 18 just to, like, you know, get my foot in the door, get accustomed to the, uh, you know, like the style and everything. So I would say go to clinics, go to classes. Um, a lot of teams now are they, – they do hip-hop. They do jazz, you know, um, country, rock. Like you gotta, you gotta be versatile. You gotta be able to switch it up. Um, so it's important to be able to do that. And the last but not least, be confident. Like, be yourself. Don't try to be anybody else other than you. Because if you walk into an audition and you try to mimic someone else, it's not gonna work. So be confident. Be authentic. Be who you are. Um, and just have a good time. Like, like I said earlier, go in and have fine that's the best you can do and give it your all i love all those tips oh my gosh so good okay so now we're going to transition into a little game of this or that and okay. kind of like would you rather so <laughs> 
I think it's going to be fun. So you don't know what they are. I didn't send you this ahead of time. But, <laughs> so it's kind of like, yeah. So I'm going to give you, it's going to be pro cheer related. Okay. Related. okay. Uh, so it's going to be either this or that. You have to choose one or the other. Okay. So are you ready? Yes. Okay. First one, hip hop or a jazz routine? Oh, jazz. Jazz, yeah. I think I would say, I don't know. It depends. Hip-hop could be tiring. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Yeah, but you're, you're so good. You're so good with hip-hop. Like, you're so good with it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, okay, next one. Skirts or shorts for uniform? Oh, shorts. I... <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, shorts. <laughs> I bet it's easier to move. I don't know. I've never danced in shorts like in an actual game. Really? Like, no, we only had shorts for practices. But like, I can only imagine because when we practice, we wear shorts, and I, I'm always pulling them down. Like, well, see, our the shorts, the shorts I had one year, they were super tight, but they make your body look, you make your booty look so good. <laughs> right <laughs> okay 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 next one summer or winter games i know you you, I mean, you dance in a dome so i don't know if this really applies to you yeah. it doesn't it doesn't matter but i will say um our roof opens um so in the summertime um it if you've been to atlanta you know the heat in atlanta ain't no joke mm -hmm. Hot atlanta. so i'm gonna say winter games because it it's a little more cool. I don't like the winter. I like the summer, but winter games. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. Boots or sneakers to dance in on like game day? Boots. I feel like sneakers. Uh, I've never danced in sneakers, but like the boots just give it a different look. You know what I mean? Like it's just like a different. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I say boots because yeah. But I will say we got um shout out to Chateau and Jaquin. We got Jordans my last year on the team. So those were dope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cleaning a routine or going through formations. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um cleaning, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, clean. <laughs> okay, next one. Sidelines or full routines? Sidelines. Yeah. What about you? Um, I would say probably sidelines too, because full routines, like I feel like you get more nervous. You do sidelines all the time, so like yeah, muscle memory, and you just have fun with them. Yeah. But, yeah, I do like learning new, you know, new routines though. But I would probably say, I don't know. Actually, I might switch mine to um, routines. <laughs> I'm a little decisive, but I'm gonna go with routines. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one: dancing to the music slash words, or dancing to counts. Like when you're learning a dance, like would you rather learn to the words or to counts? I would say I learn to the words easier. Mm-hmm. What about you? I think I would say usually I would say words, but like when I don't have the counts, 
and I can't get it with the words, it becomes very frustrating. <laughs> it does. Yeah. I might be more of a counts person, but like I like, you know, having a word that I can, you know, know when a certain move is on. So Yeah. I say like <laughs> if I can't remember stuff, like I'll say like funny little things to remember things. Mm-hmm. Okay, next one. Getting your makeup done or getting your hair done? If you had to choose one. Makeup. Mm-hmm. Right. I think I would choose hair. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I just like getting my hair done. Like, <laughs> I mean, I love getting my hair done too. <laughs> yeah. And just curling it. Like, I, I mean, I like people playing in my hair because it makes me like relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> Same here. <laughs> okay. Next one team workouts or team drills for a routine? Like doing the dance over again, <laughs> all over again. You know um, what I mean? We, we never did. Well, yes, we did. I say workout because I, you know, I take my workout serious. Mm-hmm. So working out, a lot of people don't like working out, but working out is like, that's my thing. Like I get down. <laughs> therapy. <laughs> it is. That's therapy. Okay. Okay. Now we're going into would you rather. So would you rather forget part of a routine or trip and fall during a game? Oh my God. Those are both terrible. I know. Uh, <laughs> Choose one. Uh, forget it, because if you forget it, you can just wing it. <laughs> yeah, you could just keep moving. But you try right. to fall, it's like Wait, just, just stay after somebody. <laughs> the whole world sees it. Yeah, you'll end up on Sports Center. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's pray that doesn't happen to any of us. Right. Not going wood. <laughs> right. Not going wood. Um, would you rather be called into a game at the last minute? Or get taken out of a game at the last minute. Dang, Jazz, that's harsh. These are ones where it's like they're two bad situations. That's a bad situation. Yeah. Um, I would say get called into a game because you could be you could be in a suite doing appearances, and then they'd be like, "Oh, we need you to come down." Yeah, they're both kind of like, uh... yeah, because if you miss a game, if you if you what'd you say was the first one? be called into a game or getting taken out yeah if you get taken out that's that's bad like that's bad right unless you didn't want to be part of the game in the first (laughs) that's not a good thing (laughs) okay last one would you rather do uh, i think i know the answer to this one but would you rather do flips or special team lifts Flips. Yes, I and knew the, you were gonna say that. And the funny thing is, the funny thing is, I didn't tumble until my last year on the team because we had so many gymnasts and like high level uh, tumblers on my team. All four years, I didn't tumble till my last year because I didn't have to because we had so many other girls who were um, like who could do like crazy like crazy acrobat stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. I feel like some teams like have either a lot of tumblers or they have none or they just have a little bit. You know what I mean? Every so, year I've had um a like a lot of tumblers, except for my last year. Um, yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, that is all I have. And I wanna thank you so much for joining 
this uh this show today where can people find you on social media on the interwebs give it all to us yes so i um i am on instagram at elise bailey um and i do have a website um where you can find information about me and it's www.elisamone.com awesome we will put that in the show notes and so everybody can find you yay i'm so happy we were able to do this like i'm so nostalgic i'm just thinking about all the good times we had growing up like this is just amazing i'm so happy and i'm so proud of you for doing this thank you so much i'm proud of you too and all the amazing things that you're doing i can't wait to see how like you're going to impact so many different people and and i just love your story so thanks again thank you all right talk to you later Bye. How great is Elise? I am just so proud of her. And I'm so glad that we have remained friends all this time from when we were in middle school to now. She's just amazing. So here are some takeaways from our conversation. Number one, have fun. At the end of the day, your job is to entertain as a professional cheerleader. Number two, things will work out the way they're supposed to. Trust the plan. Number three, don't compare yourself. Keep your eyes on the prize and focus on you. Number four, stay consistent. Number five, your journey is unique to you. It will mold you into who you are and will make you stronger. And lastly, number six, do your research. Go to clinics and prep classes to get a variety of different styles. Okay, so every week I want to shout out a reviewer of the week and this week her name or his name is dollar sign love jazz and they say this is a great podcast for young girls great insight on the world of cheerleading from someone who has been a competition dancer cheerleader mentor dance teacher dance judge and professional cheerleader thank you so much love jazz i appreciate your review and i appreciate all of your ratings if you want to be shouted out as a reviewer of the week, please, please, please leave a review on this podcast. We love to hear all of the, the thoughts you have and what you want to hear. I read the reviews constantly and I'm always trying to make this podcast better for you. So leave a review, leave a rating and let us know what you think. All right. See you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Imperfect Cheerleader Podcast. Taking the time to listen while you're busy with all of life's responsibilities means the world to me. If you enjoyed this episode, here are a few ways you can support ICP. Number one, hit the subscribe button so you always get newly released episodes and never miss them. Number two, take a screenshot of the episode you listened to and tag at the professional cheerleader on Instagram. We love to repost your tags and shout you out in our stories. Number three, write a review. This is the best way to show your support for the podcast and helps us bring on even better guests, interviews, and topics. I hope you have a wonderful day, morning, or night, wherever you may be. 
and are continuing to work towards your goals of becoming a professional cheerleader, dancer, or just someone who loves to move. I'll see you later on another episode of the Imperfect Cheerleader Podcast. Remember, stay frosty, friends. Toodles for now.